It's, it's Clico Vision Radio with Don Knotts and Bums Hollywood taking you back. Yo. Yo. It's episode five. <laughs> it is episode four. We out here working midnight. Literally exhausted. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh-uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Word. So, yeah. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's your favorite podcast, Clico Vision Radio, presented by Bumps Hollywood, Don Knotts. Um, so, yeah. We're going to... This Fuck guy sounds gonna... tired as shit. I am tired as shit. So basically what we're going to do for y'all new listeners is uh, kind of explain what we do around here. Me and this guy sit around, sip on some Clico, and reminisce about the good old days, golden era of hip-hop. Right? That's 90% of this shit. Yep. And then we spend another 10% of the time just fucking screaming at each other. And disagreements over, you know, who's right and who's wrong. So, basically, like I said at the top, mad late in my world, early in Don Knotts' world, because he's a fucking DJ. He's used to being out this time of night and shit. But yeah, so in some efforts to kind of like get our wheels turning and shit, we were just sitting here vibing before the mics cut on, going through some, some old older music and shit and uh stumbled across some some mob deep shit from what do you think like 2002 you are now uh, tuned into Clico Vision yeah. Radio the home of real yeah. so that's kind of kind of where we uh hit a crossroads because this fucking guy Don Knotts over here that that was the cue for us to turn the mics on because we start <laughs> oh, yeah. we we started the show without recording and we started going back and forth having our first take session, so here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so basically, uh, kind of where the divide came is like we both came up relatively diehard Mob Deep fans, I would say. You know what I mean? Like definitely from the infamous through Murder Music. Hell on Earth. They might have came opposite, right? Hell on Earth and that murder music, I think. Yep. yep. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, so basically from the beginning, we was fucking with the whole Queensbridge movement. Then um, I kind of asked this guy because he stumbled on some Beanie Siegel shit. And I'm like, yo, like, where were you during the time of The Rock and Dipset? And this guy was still on fucking 12th Street. <laughs> 12th Street and burning, yo. <laughs> still riding for that fucking MOBB. So, yeah, I, you know what I mean? So that's kind of like where we where we at right now. This is where the debate sparked where it's like, yo, uh, by the time like Rockefeller and Dipset was popping like that, uh, Mob Deep wasn't <laughs> to you. And then, like, honestly, where, where was I during that that whole time? Yes, I, I was loving Mob Deep. And I would honestly say that I I did not even fuck with The Rock because you did. Okay, this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy is, uh, 
laying on the couch in the therapist's office right now. <laughs> so I, I was like, I was loving him too much. It was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And the, the thing with, with me is like, I, I, I'll go back now and listen to like some of the state property shit and freeway and whatnot. And maybe it just took terrible music coming out for me to say, you know what? These guys aren't that bad, but no, I, I like, I go back, I fuck with them. Like, uh, both of the state property albums were ridiculous. Like, Freeway was mad annoying to me at first. Um, but when you break down his rhyme scheme and, and, and the way he does stuff, it, it's totally unique and nobody else does it like he does. So I, I, I can definitely appreciate him as an artist. But here's why I feel like it's a shame that you gotta go back and do it because, like, you missed the whole experience of these guys taking over Hot 97. You know what I mean? Well, no, and the thing is, too, is I, I feel like maybe one of the reasons why I didn't fuck with them is because they were going at Nas. They were going at Mob Deep. But Nas, yeah, Nas was my favorite rapper at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I fucked with Nas over Hove. And and when Ether dropped, I was definitely like Team Ether. But I still couldn't deny the movement. You know, I if I had to choose between Big Horse or fucking <laughs> Seagull, it's not really gonna be a debate. You know what I mean? So, Another thing I didn't like about them either was just like their their pronunciation on certain words. Like in earlier shows, I talked about how I can't stand stand the uh, how I can't stand the down south uh, twang twang and whatnot. But when you start saying hard and bars. But yo, got them bars to blow. Like that that shit was not hot to me. And then even when you were rapping, you started doing that shit. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? But I'm Stop saying it. we don't we like if you think about it, like when we talk, we don't talk like Queensbridge people neither. You know what I it mean? It wasn't even Queensbridge. We I don't think talk it was just like, like a New York thing. But I'm saying we don't really necessarily talk like Harlem. You know what I mean? Like if you say Harlem, you're gonna say Harlem. You're not gonna be like, you know, Harlem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we we kind of uh, emphasize our R's a little bit too. So I don't know. It wasn't a big deal for me. Like, and I'm telling you, man. At that point in time, not only did you have them going at Nas, uh, you had them going at D Block. So it was just like an ill ass time, and I feel like it was like all it was all my favorites that they were going at, and I think that's the reason why I didn't really fuck with them. Yeah, but at the same time, like, all right, I can understand like rooting against them, but to not even like fuck with them, you kind of missed the boat on that. And at that point in time, you chose to listen to like infamous mob instead of the rock, and it's like, yo, you be shit done. Yeah, <laughs> that shit. I don't know about that. I feel like you if you hold an Infamous Mob album up against a state prop album, it's no contest. If you hold uh, like a Seagull album, you know what I mean, up against even, fuck it. All right, so we're talking Mob Deep. You're talking uh, America's Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like you hold that up against like, um, I don't know. I guess I won't put Hove into the mix, right? Because that's like the big homie so we would say this guy called him the big homie (laughs) that's the big homie so that you know i mean he's reserved only to go up against Nas. like he's not even in the weight class of mob d yeah um but yeah if you hold like america's nightmare up against like the reason by siegel i don't even think it fucks with it and i'm a gigantic mob d fan but did you ever listen to america's nightmare no 
<laughs> so how can you say that? I'm saying I heard I heard like plenty of it. You know what I mean? Because they were still on all the mixtapes, and that's back when mixtapes were still popping, and I was still getting them shits like three at a time. You know what I mean? So I would hear shit, um, and a lot of the beats on that album were fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that a lot of that was like Alchemist, right? There was a lot of Alchemist production on that album. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and then you hear like freestyles coming out over them beats and shit. It's like, yo, shit is hard. But like we said off air, like this guy P was fucking mailing it in. And I'm like, yo, this shit is lame. Like you got people out here. Like if you listen to Freeway going bananas on Hot 97 and then you listen to a Prodigy verse at that same year. Yeah. It's like, yo, fuck this shit. This no, shit. I, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. You know what I mean? So I, I feel at that point in time, he probably just felt that he, he already proved himself. Like, But yeah, but I feel like in, in music, you have to continually or continuously prove yourself. Yeah, no, definitely. And it, I think uh, later on down the line he picked that back up, but the big the biggest disappointment for me was after he put out an album like HNIC. Like that that album was incredible. That album was a classic. That I, was incredible. Yeah, yeah. It was it, I would say I would go on record to say that might be one of the most underrated hip hop albums ever. Uh I don't know who's underrating it. They should be slapped around because it's definitely it's definitely a classic album, you know what I mean? And P was actually saying some shit on there. Yeah, and at the same time, you had the QB Finest album come out, which he was all over, doing the same exact shit. Uh, yeah, he was definitely, you know, him and Nas, Him and Nas were the, were the stars, stars of, the of that show. album. Yeah, um, but uh, from that point forward, it was kind of downhill. And you said he picked it back up. I don't think so. And I, I actually like um, the shit he did with Alchemist. Uh, fuck was that? Return of the Mac or yep. some shit? Yep. That album was fire too, but... That was after. That was more so like Alchemist, to be honest, than P. Like, yeah, but I mean, he's just doing beats. like. But he, I feel like he created that that feeling of the album. Oh, no, P he was still on did. his like lackadaisical, let me just stroll in here and spit a 16 type shit. He definitely wasn't really moving me at that point. Yeah, you know what? Almost Hot 2 was, uh, HNIC 2 was mad hot. Never listened to it. That was that was actually at the time when I did that uh, Prodigy mixtape, uh, right when he went into prison. Uh, he dropped that shit right before he went in, and th- th- that album, I would say front to back, was it was, I, it was it wasn't as good as the first, first HNIC, but it was, it was impressive. It yeah, was nah, impressive. I, I think by that time... That was when you had your ears turned off to Prodigy, because he was even charging like four grand a verse, and I kept telling you to get a verse from him. You're like, yeah, well, fuck him. Yeah, nah. What year was that? That was like 05 or 06. So, nah, I couldn't have been that. I, I, when the fuck did I have four grand to throw peak? You didn't. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, when the fuck, like, even, uh, like, Satan and OTL, that we weren't popping until, like, 08, probably. It was around that time. All right, so 08, no one was checking for Prodigy except, like, diehards and, like, fucking Amsterdam and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hell no. He was, like, maybe 07, 08. It, it could have, you know what I mean? It must have been around that time. And no, like, the ship had sailed. And even a couple episodes you asked me had I heard the Havoc and Alchemist album. It's like... No. You know what's funny? I haven't either. 
<laughs> I've been that's meaning to. I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to. Yeah, not nah, definitely haven't got, haven't got around to the silent partner. <laughs> Yo, but that's the thing. It's like it's really not um a must must see TV for me. The thing is, I guarantee if I heard that album, I would love it. I I, I would. But love would it. you blindly love it? No, because they, they have put out stuff that I have not been impressed with. Um, the, that the, Blood Money album? Yeah, I didn't fuck with Trash. that. Trash. I didn't fuck with that at all. The last. No disrespect. The the last album, uh, I think it was like self-titled or some shit. There were some mad hot songs on it, but there were, I wouldn't say weak ones, but ones that you already heard before. So it wasn't like an entirely fresh sound. But, and it's weird because I can't really find that album anywhere and it came out like two, three years ago. And it kind of just got swept under the rug, but it's not bad at all. Right, but I think that is the point is that, like, in my world, they've been under the rug. You know what I mean? And it's not even like, it's no one's fault but their own because it's like... You got P being mad arrogant on the mic. Like, I'm not judging him as a man. I don't know the guy. But I feel like to to literally just um, coast through albums lyrically, it's like, yo, you if, you, if you're not putting enough effort in, why am I going to put the effort in to listen to this shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where, you know, we, um, we stray, like. You fucked with Infamous Mob. I never gave them a look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, they, 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 they were not great lyricists, but they just had that Queen sound to them. They had the, like in their beats, like this guy Big Twin could say anything. Well, because he had an ill voice. Yeah, and but and then that's the thing. He had like a perfect like. He had a perfect example of what a Queensbridge voice <laughs> should sound like. You know what I mean? The shit was mad rugged, and it, it was it was unique as hell. But yeah, and then look, then in Godfather, that that dude, he was he was actually pretty nice. I fuck with Godfather. Ty Nitty, like I, that dude, I don't even know what his role was except getting <laughs> shot by Nori. <laughs> but, but allegedly, <laughs> allegedly got shot by Nori. Uh, but yeah, nah. I, I mean, he never really came off. It, and it's funny. I on some older Clue tapes, I heard a freestyle of him and Prodigy on uh the Motherless Child, the Ghostface beat. Right. And right, then right. he was mad nice back then. And then all of a sudden, when they start putting out their own songs, <laughs> this guy doesn't well, show yeah, up. That Clue play. tape was probably from '96, and they're not putting shit out until like yeah. you know 2000 and whatever. <laughs> and he's still spitting like it's '96. And that's the whole thing. Like, you got to, like, grow and evolve and shit. And, um, you know, if you don't, I'm not going to blindly carry your flag type shit. You know what I mean? Like, so, and another group that I feel like you completely slept on and missed the error on was Dipset. I, to this day, I don't fuck with him. I think Jim Jones sucks. I think Joel Santana sucks. Cam is the only one that's nice out of them. Nah, Jim Jones had, like, a fucking classic. I, I'll even say right now that Jim Jones is the reason why half these rappers nowadays suck and rely on their ad-libs to make songs. 
That dude never said anything. Nah, you gotta go back and listen. You gotta go back and listen. During the intermission, I'ma throw on like three Jim Jones tracks just for you. And the listeners, y'all go Google Jim Jones if y'all fuck with him. This guy was definitely like the soundtrack to my summer in like, oh, five? When the fucking heat was in the AC. Exactly. Oxymoronic. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. And and the thing about it too is like even before that when like Diplomatic Immunity came out and shit, like that was a double album. That shit was pretty fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a double album. You got Just Blaze producing shit on there. Um, you know what I mean? You got uh I don't know if Kanye did any tracks on there, but there was a couple Kanye sounding tracks on there. Could have been compliments of the heat makers who were making hot shit back then. Um, You know what I mean? And and it's the thing about me, right? Like, I fucked with Dipset, but like, this is where me and you stray. Because if if I was like you blindly following these guys, I would go out and cop every J.R. Ryder tape, every Hell Rel. You know what I mean? I was like, no, if you're not hot, I'm not gonna fucking carry your flag just because you you ride with the team that I think is hot and that's kind of where I feel like J.R. Ryder is like infamous mob you know what I mean yeah, in yeah, relation no, to Dipset no and he definitely is my my thing is though is like they just had that sound that I liked right like that that the, the eerie pianos the the the, the havoc sound and drums like you know what I mean oh shit do we have a this fucking guy for the week? <laughs> I do. Yeah, it's too early to get in that though. Oh, too early. We gotta, we gotta, you know what I mean? We gotta string the listeners along and shit. Shout out to all the listeners that's engaging us on Twitter. I'm having a lot of fun with. This is, this is the one month else. anniversary of ClecoVision Radio. This is a big thing right now. Word. So, um, I just figured out how to actually get the polls up. <laughs> We talk about the polls all the time. Pause. You are now tuning to Glico Vision Radio, the home of real (laughs) hip hop. Yeah. So we gonna, you know, I mean, I'm always telling y'all go vote and shit. So now y'all can legit vote. Once I. What happened to the fucking the the tweet of the video that you're gonna send out for fucking uh. Of the the Mexican. (laughs) Yeah, fucking Angel Gomar (laughs) de Luna. Yeah, I, I I didn't put that out. I was trying to protect it, protect his identity. But uh, I dropped that video the other night. Oh, you did? Yeah, you didn't you didn't fucking see it? Nah. Yeah, nah. When I came, it was home. the real video. No, no, no. I, I put out the video with the with our audio clip oh, on okay, it. Okay. Yeah, cause uh, I I came home after a rough day at work and I just felt mad shitty that I hadn't been doing anything to contribute to this podcast in the past couple of days. I was about to jump in the tub with the toaster. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. It might still happen, but I've been holding off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we might have a new co-host next week. (laughs) This guy fucking swallows a bottle of pills tonight. But yeah, man, everybody needs to start checking this show. We need to fucking figure out and make it uh, financially worth it so I can quit the day job because this shit just ain't cool. (laughs) So once again, we got that GoFundMe account. This one... (laughs) This one is to save Don Knotts' life. Hell yeah. If you want to prevent uh, a, a needless suicide, 
Uh, nah, we're gonna have to edit that out. That's fucked up. <laughs> there might be real people. On the verge. Like, oh, yeah. Don Nazo's <laughs> gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Oh, yeah. Got mad stands out there offing themselves. <laughs> yeah, this guy got the stand cloak. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I like, I took to Twitter, asked, asked some of the followers what they wanted us to discuss and shit. Uh, got a lot of cool suggestions and shit, but one thing that I think would be a good talking point um, is, is, you know, we we definitely like to big up the golden era and shit. But uh, one of the, one of the Twitter followers out there was like, "Yo, why don't y'all discuss some of today's lyricists since you think the golden era had the best lyricists?" You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm saying like. You and me don't see eye to eye on the the perspective of today's music ain't that bad. You know what I mean? Like, you think today's music is just a fucking wasteland. And no, I'll see, that's what you and that Twitter follower fucking think. Right. I don't. Like, that. There, there's some decent music out there. I just, I don't pay attention to all of it. I, I choose to go my own lane. Oh, this guy. But uh, no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just gonna listen to somebody because they're they're a new artist. Um, I, I I I I like J Cole. I respect J Cole. Same with Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Troy Ave isn't that bad. Um, but at the same time, when you look at these guys, they're they are lyricists. They are creative, but they don't really have much competition around them. Because everybody else is doing all this uh, little Yachty shit and, and little Uzi Vert shit. So they don't really have anybody to keep their fucking sword sharp. Does that make sense? Uh, nah, not really, to be honest. Because I feel like, again, we kind of like um, overly are nostalgic about the golden era and it's like it's not like everyone was nice back then either you know what i mean it's not like everyone was sharpening each other's swords back then either there was a lot more nicer artists back then though uh i think that kind of depends on like what you consider like nice and all right so shoot off some 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 nice lyricists from back then Besides the obvious, you know, Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, Pac, shit, like. Um, Ghostface, Raekwon, pretty much, like, there, there's, like, five or six people out of Wu-Tang alone. Um, Most Def, Kuali, um, Redman, Keith Murray was nice in his own weird way. Uh, right. But I'm saying, all right, they're like nice, but I wouldn't even say they were like, you know, and I fuck with Redman and Keith Murray, you know what I mean? Obviously, I fuck with the woo and shit, but I like, it's not like these guys are um, really like changing the world with their raps, you know what I mean? Like Redman will be on some like funny, cool shit. It's not like he's like setting the world on fire with his bars type shit you know what i mean so i, I feel like you definitely have equivalents to those guys nowadays and i feel like jay cole and kendrick are definitely like 
way above them, like just below Nas and Hov type shit. Well, I wouldn't even go. Nah, I would definitely go there. Nah, I would definitely go there. You like if 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 you if you compare like J Cole and Kendrick Lamar to like Jay Z and Nas, that's uh, that's completely pathetic. Uh, There's no comparison whatsoever. I well, basically, I said they were below them. Well, I'm saying, like, to even have them mentioned in the same conversation, I feel is disrespectful to Nas and Jay-Z. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's still, it's still like, way early in their careers, and Kendrick's Good Kid, Mad City was one of the hottest albums I've ever heard. Like, I'm definitely shitting on any Redman album I've ever heard, and I owned a lot of them shits. Shitting on fucking Keith Murray's album. Uh, I think it was shitting on Ghost album except for Supreme Clientele. You know what I mean? It was shitting on any Wu-Tang solo album except for Supreme Clientele and the Purple Tape. Liquid Swords. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> wiped his ass with Liquid Swords. So, yeah, it's, I don't think it really is that disrespectful at all. And it's funny, too, because, like, look at, look at the way J. Cole tried coming out. This guy tried coming out commercial. With that fucking workout song, which is, which is funny, because I actually fuck with that song uh-huh. for what it is. But, like, when you look at the type of artist that he is, it's, it doesn't go hand in hand at all. Right, but did he do that, or did somebody make him do that? You know what I mean? Like, that's typically what happens. I'm sure he went in there, had some conceptual shit, and they were like, yo... You're gonna put this out. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like anyone really goes in there like. Wasn't Jay Z the one who signed him? Yeah. Huh. So there you go. Whole recognizing, real recognizing, real. Yeah, no, nah, and I'm not. I'm not saying he's not nice. Like, I, I definitely fuck with him as an artist, but I just, I feel that he he doesn't he doesn't have anybody around him to make him step his game up at all because that that's what today. That's what hip hop today lacks. Is those supporting artists to just make you want to fucking turn it up a notch. There's no competition for them. Yeah, see, I don't know. I feel like I feel like you got other artists out there who um you know, again, you probably don't listen to, but like even like Schoolboy Q be saying some shit. You yeah, know nah, what I mean? I, I, th- I think he's nice. Um so there are other artists out there and they might not be and part of your problem, I think, is that you don't really respect or acknowledge, like, other regions. You know what I mean? So, like, from New York, yeah, you're right. There is no one really challenging no one from New York. And honestly, the only like the only person really popping from New York is French Montana. And this guy completely dumbed himself down yeah. just to pop. Like, French was mad nice. Like lyrically nice and that shit wasn't really moving units so now he's on some you know dumbing down shit but so i think that's probably why you feel like the the shit is more limited now because it's not really coming from where you're used to it coming from it's not even so much where i'm used to it coming from like new york is my home like i like i want to hear artists out of here and the, the the fact that we we can't get a decent one Nowadays is pretty fucking pathetic to be honest. Uh yeah. Nah, I definitely agree, but I feel like there's there's degrees to it. Like And the in the current artists who are coming out of here, like like you said about French, like they're trying to sound like they're from somewhere else. 
And that that shit, like, for, for a New York native, like, nobody wants to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest thing is that it's all about the fucking Benjamins, baby. You know what I mean? So, like, that's, that's what's going on right now. Like, that's what is popping. And, you know, that's kind of the wave people are riding is, like, we got to make this trappy sounding shit. The only, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, the only person that I feel like is continuing to pop and has not compromised himself is Fab. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Even, like, Jada, the locks. Um, like, I fucking love these guys. I love their music and shit, but I don't think they are as relatable to this day. They still kind of sound like relics from the golden era. Well, no, you know, you know what's funny? Like, when you look at Fabulous, I think the thing that keeps him going is he's able to adapt to the younger generation slang and incorporates that in his songs and that's why he stays relevant when you look at the locks when you look at um other artists from new york and stuff like that they don't really say anything that the younger crowd can relate to and right and i think and i think that's one of the things that holds them back and i again that's that's like I guess they're staying true to themselves. Like, I mean, me personally, I'm not. You're not gonna hear me go around saying, "Yo, son, when I DJ last night, that shit was lit, fam. <laughs> this shit was lit." What I'm though. saying, even the way you just started that sentence, you say, "Yo, son." You know what I mean? I don't think you're gonna hear too many young people even saying "son" anymore. That's true too. Yo, fam or bro. Like, no, when, like bro, I, bro is fucking overused today. That's no, that, no, that's what I was gonna say like, though. Bro, when I when I bro. was coming up, you ain't never say bro. Yeah, bro, bro was like some like surfer dude hell shit. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? You bro. weren't saying yo, bro, bro. That's my bro. Damn, like, bro. Yeah, nah. You never. Shit was lit, bro. Never said that. You never said lit. Um, you know, <laughs> shit, shit was popping. When, when I was in Florida, there was fucking uh. When we, when uh, me, me and fucking Barry shout out to we got kicked for sale, we went out with a Winston guy who is now on the uh, Colts. Actually, plays for the Colts. This fucking guy, and I'm gonna put his business out there because I don't like that motherfucker. This guy smokes like a fucking chimney. NFL, you need to drug test that <laughs> motherfucker. Straight up, this I don't I don't like that dude. On I don't I don't like that dude. I'll put it straight out there. Fuck that dude. This guy's sitting there talking in a high-pitched voice the whole time, like, Nobody wants to play with me. Then, this fucking guy's, like, sitting there all fucking high off his ass, like, Bruh, I'm faded, bruh. Damn, bruh, we faded. Like, I'm, I'm, like, looking at this dude, like, This is what the fucking yen- younger generation has come to. Mind you, this dude's, like, fucking 24 years old. I'm, I'm like, 10, 10 years older than this guy hanging out with him. I'm, I'm just, like... Why am I even in the same room as this Right, but I, like my whole thing is, the home of is real I don't necessarily hip-hop. think it's a bad thing to be in tune with the younger generation. No, it's not, and I, I have to be to a certain degree being that I'm a DJ and I'm playing most of this shit, but I don't fuck with that shit, I don't talk like that, and I'm not going to just to try to have more people come out to my parties. I'm not gonna be like, yo, come out tonight. It's gonna be lit, bro. Right. <laughs> I'm saying, but I don't think. I feel like if you if if something like fits what you f- 
feel. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's no, there's no wrong in latching on and using that slang. You know what I mean? So like, if Fab wants to call something a lituation, you know what I mean? Like, fuck First time it. I heard that show, like, you fucking. You know what I mean? Man. Fuck it. That's you know that's what it is. Fab is the first person I heard talking about thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, so I remember it's that. not. Hey, what the fuck is a thought? Right. So it's not even just that he's jumping on shit, but he's like generating and, and creating slang that young kids still latch onto. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So like you got people that came up um like even like a uh, hove. Let's just use hove who's like fucking mid 40s, right? Mm-hmm. You don't hear him saying shit talking about yo I shit is deaf or whatever the fuck he was saying in 1987 when he was Gen-Z, you know what I mean? Building. Yeah. You don't hear it. 88. You you got to leave shit behind you know sometimes shit just gets old and sometimes new shit comes out that's cool that you can relate to and you start using that you know what i mean like yeah uh, we mentioned in the earlier episode too how like nori was responsible for mad slang that shit was fucking funny as hell i don't know where along the lines this guy just stopped creating slang nah he still he, he still creates slang but it's just like not really as cool you know what i mean like and that's just that's just the thing and nori is like i feel like you get to a point where you know what i mean you you kind of and that's why i give fab so much credit because you get to a certain like age and you're not necessarily on the cutting edge of anything anymore you know what i mean like fashion slang none of that shit like the younger generation always dictates what's cool Older generations don't dictate what's cool. Younger generations dictate what's cool. That's true. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm not saying you got to jump on everything, but I don't want to be out of touch so far where I'm just a fucking lame old guy. You know what I mean? That's never going to be me. So, if if I can relate to something that a younger generation is doing or saying, I'm going to fuck with it. I'm not going to reluctantly do it. And not do it just to stay true to 1996. You know what I mean? Time, like, like I, I don't do it to for for those reasons. I just do it to stay true to myself. Like, I don't sound right saying "Yo, bruh, it's gonna be lit, bruh." Right. Like, I don't, I don't sound right saying that. When I hear myself say that, I'm like, "You sound like a fucking cornball." Right. Like that's that's not me. So that that's why I can't speak like that. Right. But you took thoughts and ran with it. That shit was hilarious. But that's what I'm saying. So, you know what I mean? That's a word that came out and you decided, I like this. I'm going to use this. Yeah, but it, so that, 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 that's, that's, a, that's a rarity. But it doesn't matter. It happened. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing. Like, you can't. This whole show is based on some people are just so entrenched and shit that regardless, right or wrong, cool or lame, they're not changing because this is what I stand for. And that's, to me, that is lame. Because that's like saying I'm not buying DVDs. I'm buying VHS. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're going to be that guy? You know what I mean? Like, come on. Shit is stupid. Same okay. goes for the music. The same thing goes for the music. You know what I mean? Like, same thing goes for the music. I'm not saying you got to love yachty or anything like that like if you think something sucks you think it's you think it sucks i get it you know what i mean um some shit is just straight up basic bullshit 
but some music evolves and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's trash just because it doesn't sound like a two-bar loop from the RZA you know what I mean like no but when you sound like a complete fucking moron doing it that that's where there's a problem like half these got like your Yachty and your fucking little Uzi Vert they sound like uneducated fucking morons behind we had plenty of those back then too but we it's had a Blink lot of Lash Radio and if they didn't God stand that they're, they're not in the Hollywood forefront of what we call music and unfortunately the ones that are in the forefront now are what fucking What do you think idiots. people were saying about like Daz effects? I don't know <laughs> probably yo these guys sound like fucking idiots you know what I mean? Like, if you if you got if you are thirty back then and you walk in and somebody's saying bum skiddity bum bum bum, <laughs> you're gonna be like, what the fuck is music come to? That's and, true. And then we're sitting here like, this is the golden age. Thank God for letting me be alive during bum skiddity bum bum bum. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. But there's good like, and a, a bad. A few episodes ago you were saying that you you grew up in an era that is the best era of music. I am saying, yeah. Okay. I am saying that. But what I'm saying is that you're making it seem like there's more bullshit now. And what I'm saying is there's a hell of a lot more there's bullshit. always been bullshit. There always will be bullshit. There's way more now. I don't know if you can say that, man. If we, like, went... the But the, the thing is, today, there's way more, and the bullshit is glorified. Uh, I feel Daz like... FX was not the face of fucking 90s hip-hop. Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Yachty are, unfortunately, the face of today's hip-hop. Nah, I don't know about that. I don't think so. I think... I, I don't think so. I feel like... Probably like Kendrick is, you know what I mean? Nah, he and hasn't Kendrick put shit out in like, like three years. Are you crazy? He just put out an album like six months ago. <laughs> 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 Fucking guy, he he, well, that, that, he just shut down the Grammys like nah, last he, year's yeah, Grammys. Yeah, you know yeah, what no, I mean? I know that, but he hasn't had like a fucking smash single that the world is paying attention to and checking for at all. Like I I haven't heard anything. But recently. when has when has a single been? What determines who is like the 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 best of a generation and shit? Pretty much never, you know what no, I mean? It, like it doesn't, but I'm just saying, like he doesn't, he hasn't like really. When Nas dropped "If I Rule the World," Nas was fucking he. That song alone, with the amount of airplay that it got, and the fucking rest of that album, like it put him in the forefront of fucking '90s hip hop at that point in time when that album dropped. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, hell yeah. Nah, I don't think That's so. That's undeniable. At all. Definitely not. But that shit dropped in like 96, 97. Uh, no, probably 96. Yep. So, um, at that point in time, you got right on the heels of that life after death. Everyone at that time was saying Biggie was the best rapper alive. No one was saying Nas was. When if when it was written came out, everybody was saying that. I, I remember this guy. No, yo, we just talked about this. Mad people were calling Nas a sellout, yo. Yeah, no. Mad people were saying Nas a sellout. We want the real hip hop. I remember this guy, Bill Bellamy, interviewing this dude. 
First thing he says to Nas is, everybody says you were the king of hip hop right now. How does that feel? I distinctly remember that interview too. What are they, what is he gonna say? Everyone says you're a sellout right now? <laughs> Come on, Bill Bellamy, get the fuck out of here. Every, at that point in time, it was definitely big versus Pac. You know what I mean? Those were the faces of hip hop. And I am a Nas fan. Even back then, Nas was my favorite rapper. Nas made me want to rap. You know what I mean? I, I based everything I did around how Nas's style was. But he wasn't, I don't think he was the face of hip hop, man. I think it was definitely Pac and Big. Yeah, and then they fucking croaked. <laughs> so, so, th so then. Right, but then even after that, I feel like um, it was probably like Wu Tang after that because you had Wu Tang forever. Plus, Nas's personality didn't, didn't even like. He didn't really have as big of a personality. And I think that's why Hove was able to overtake him. You know what I mean? Not lyrically, again, I say Ether's better. But I feel like Hove's personality made Hove surpass Nas. Yeah, I'll agree with that. And because it's just hip-hop is based on bragging. You know what I mean? And Hove was way more braggadocious and Nas was on some more laid-back shit. And that laid-back shit doesn't necessarily make people gravitate to you. So, I don't know if Nas was ever the face of hip-hop. You know what I mean? Amongst, like, our era and shit, yeah. I would say it was always kind of split. And there was a lot of people that would kind of, like, champion Nas as being the best rapper but, and shit. And, and, all right, and, and let me cut you off there, because you you can't pinpoint a face of hip-hop hip -hop back then. We because there were there were heavyweights. Right now it's the exact opposite. We can't pinpoint a face of hip hop because there's nothing worth it. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. Fuck it, I will give you that much. But that's why I say it would have to be probably Kendrick because he's the most like um true to what we call hip hop. That's that's who like us from that era would crown. But I think a lot of like nonchalant people might crown Kanye aka Pablo the face of hip-hop just because of like pure again personality popularity and like polarizing figure no I agree you know I, what I, mean? I agree 100% with so that. Yachty and Uzi are nowhere near the face of shit but the problem is is the youth sees it that way I don't think they do and I'm telling you I would like I told you before I was at that festival Uzi had the shit on fire. I didn't go to Yachty stage. I'm sure he had the, the youth on fire and shit, but I still don't think that they're even dumb enough to think that Uzi Vert is bigger than Pablo. Did you see... I uh, This video came up on uh, Facebook that I saw yesterday with uh, little Yachty and uh, I guess a whole bunch of his fucking friends or whatever. And... This guy Yachty was saying that Drake is way better than Biggie, hands down. Oh yeah, Drake, def obviously not, definitely not. But Drake probably also is up there in the uh, discussion for face of hip hop. And Drake is nice. I fuck with Drake heavy. No, I I, th I think he's nice. I I just I hate his voice. Um, when, when you said um, back in the day, your raucous artist wouldn't rhyme on beat and shit. I, that's the way some of his shit sounds to me. Some of it's smooth, but then there's other stuff where this guy, it sounds like he's playing catch up with the beat, and it's just not smooth to me. 
Nah, it's a, I don't know he, about It sounds that. like he's cramming mad words in. Yo, he sounds mad, easy going, and relaxed to me. Sometimes, yes, but there's other times, like, I've, I've pointed shit out to you that we've listened to, like, together, and I'm just like, no. But there, there was, uh, I think you did a song that kind of had that type of rhyme scheme one time. I'm like, yo, you don't even sound like you're on beat right now. Right. But I think, I think, I think, obviously, it, it, it all goes back to um, you just being accustomed to a certain rhyme scheme that doesn't necessarily have to, you know, them rules don't have to be followed anymore. I mean, they don't, but it's either you sound smooth or you don't. <laughs> I don't know, because same thing goes for, like, Big Sean. You think sucks. I fucking hate and Big, Big Sean. Big Sean, I think, is nice. Big Sean is, like, one of the worst rappers ever. Most Definitely overrated. Not. I don't know. I can't fuck with him. Yeah, nah. He I, sounds stupid. Like, I just can't fuck with him. I see him there. Yeah, and I feel like Big Sean is nice. So, it's, you know, it's all a matter. At the end of the day, all this shit is a matter of taste. You know what I mean? Like, there's no right or wrong answer to 9 out of 10 of the things that we discuss. But, yeah, I don't think Big Sean sucks at all. Um, I, I I can't. Fuck I him. feel like I feel like he's he's pretty nice. I feel like I'd rather listen to a fucking Nicki Minaj album before a big show. Nah, well that's a whole other discussion because <laughs> I can't listen to no female rapper, like any none. I fucking except love. Fox. I love Foxy. Except I was, Fox. I was just about to say I love Foxy Brown when she first came yeah, out. Yeah, Fox it was the only one. And actually, Lil Kim's album was hot, but that was like more of the sort of production. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like a girl, a woman rapping, it just does not, nothing. Nothing. It's like for fucking me, like WNBA and shit. WNBA. <laughs> Hell yeah. WWE divas. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so. Don't get me wrong. I love you women. I love fucking, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> love me some puss, but yeah, like, mic stay away from unless you're fucking singing. I said go back into the kitchen. <laughs> unless you're singing, don't get in front of the mic, please. Yeah, female rappers have never done it for me. And this, this might kind of piss some people off. Have some women burning their bras in the street in protest, but especially like on, on like that like hard shit too. It's like, yo, come on, I don't want a woman to sound like that. Period. Ever. Yeah, like Remy Martin. Like you are not a turn on whatsoever. You're really not. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, yeah, I don't want to have to like square up with my girl. Like, <laughs> right. I just want to relax. I want like a sweet, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want a a chick that has a fucking razor in her mouth. How, how do you shit. feel about Young Ma? Yeah, nah, I don't fuck with it. The beat is fire, but I don't fuck with it. Yo, shit had fucking the spot pop. Popping last. I'm sure. Shit, shit had this spot popping last month. I'm sure, but that's because the beat is fire. You yeah. throw on the remix with Jada? Nah, I I, uh, I actually did some shit with the with the beat. I, I blended it in with another song afterwards. I was so fucking drunk class. I don't even remember what I was doing. But shit was pretty fucking hot. Yeah, nah, I don't know. I, I can't really, can't get with it. I don't know why. But you know what's terrible is like she's fucking actually nicer than half of the other rappers out now. Is she? I never even really gave it a shot. Like the shit that she's saying is actually like it's it's 
It's not that bad. You could tell that she actually puts thought into what she's, like, recording. Which is, it's a breath of fresh air. But, like, the, the, the whole fucking, like, talking about, like, getting head from a bitch and shit. I was like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Bitch said she was getting deep throated. Like, <laughs> how? I just, I need the Kanye meme that just says how with him mad pissed because how is that possible? So, all right, fuck it, man. Let's move the show along. I think it's about that Ooh. time. <laughs> you want to take an intermission? Or? Yeah.